Hello, hello. I'm here with... Liza. Liza, you mentioned you're doing your own podcast. Yeah, it's called Namesake. uh, And it's about proper names and how they affect uh, our relationship to the world and to ourselves and our families and things like that. How do they affect our relationship to the world? Well, I mean... Unsurprisingly, I think it's different for every person, but um, for me personally, my name Liza, um, this is kind of what made me want to ask people about this, is really important to me. Um, I think that it's kind of, I always describe it as like it's in the middle zone of weird. Like I feel like people have heard the name Liza. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like in, uh, at least I think in like the culture that I've grown up, it's kind of around, but anytime. Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. But anytime anyone, get, anytime I'm introduced to anyone or anytime that, like, if I'm giving my name to someone and they have to, like, call it out for an order or something, it always gets messed up. Interesting. Just always. And I'm always like, this isn't, like, <laughs> a strange, like, culturally, um, I don't know, different name for, like, this area. I don't know why this happens, but it's very interesting to me. And I kind of, enjoy that because it's like okay it's an i get my name wrong all the time yeah 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 does it does that affect you i mean so my name is hassan hassan right so in my native language it's pronounced hassan mm. but people can't pronounce it here right and so you pronounce it in a way that other people can pronounce yes here does that do you feel like feel like that changes your relationship to your name at all i mean like Sure, a part of my identity is linked to my name. Mm -hmm. I don't think it matters. No? Yeah, I I think it's just like a a low resolution uh, part of my identity. It's it's just like a sort of, it's kind of like like a first impression Mm -hmm. thing that registers on people. Right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, how do you think your name impacts, like what, what pre conceptions are associated with your name yeah i mean i think i think it gets it can get really complicated if you like really go super into it i think that my name it seems like you want super into yeah, it. yeah yeah I, i'm super into it um i think my name has a lot of literary connotations honestly okay i think liza people think like 18th century like english lit Right. Like, I think that that's kind of the association with, which is funny because uh, I'm named after a Russian Jew in my family history and not, has nothing to do with, like, 18th century English lit, but I think that that's what people kind of think of instantly. Um, I actually had someone ask people anonymously, like, when I wasn't there, what they thought when they heard mm-hmm. the name Liza, and some people were like, that's the name of a spy. <laughs> that's a Russian spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so interesting. Like that. Like people, I think just make instantaneous assumptions when they hear your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when someone says the name Hassan, they probably are thinking like someone who's not white. Yeah. That's like an instant. And I think that that's something that people think of first. Um, an interesting story someone told me is her name was Fatima. Mm-hmm. And she. Is she white? No, she's um, Latina, and she always gets picked for, um, like, uh, what is it called? Like, not anonymous screening, but at airports when they pick you, like, 
right. random screening. Yeah. She always gets picked because um, if it's pronounced Fatima, um, it's um, like an Islamic name. Yes. So she was saying how that's like the assumptions that people make about you based on your name are really they can impact your experiences everywhere because even though you think like this is just a label for me this is just right my identifier it actually carries a lot of cultural weight yeah i mean that's part of the reason i'm doing this podcast is everyone has preconceived notions about Mm -hmm. whoever they meet Mm -hmm. and i think it's a sort of low resolution understanding Mm -hmm. of the person yeah but once you talk to them and get to know more about them yeah you sort of hopefully let go of those preconceptions yeah do you just walk around and ask people if you can talk to them yeah that's cool yeah i usually if i see someone it's like reading a book or just like introspecting Mm. it seems like they have things it seems like they have interesting things that they're thinking about Mm. so i usually try and talk to them yeah yeah are you surprised by the people you talk to sometimes yeah yeah uh i mean i try not to have any assumptions Mm. hard though hard not to yeah i yeah i mean i try and make it more about the person yeah i just just want to listen and understand other people's perspectives yeah i think that that's a great outlook and intention to have yeah i mean that's part of yeah i mean we've said this but that's like kind of what inspired me too is i was just thinking there are all these components of people that we don't even realize we're judging. Right. And you can't help it, and it's not anyone's fault that you do that, but also, like, to kind of recognize, like, I'm assessing people all the time. Yeah. And I don't actually know anything about them necessarily. And I think that's a good thing. Like, it's it's just, like, the world is complex, mm. and sometimes it's easier to just make a judgment. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. What kinds of conversations have you had? Uh, so one of the first conversations I had was with a person who asked me for five bucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he was like walking shirtless in Harvard Square. Yeah. I was like, hey, I don't have five bucks. Would you like to have a conversation? And we sat down and it turned out he wanted five dollars to buy Adderall so he can play chess. Hmm. And the reason he wanted to buy Adderall was because he has ADHD hmm. and he was also born addicted to meth because his mom was a drug addict wow. and so a part of me obviously made a judgment on that person but as I, as I talked to him and got to know him better I mean we only had a brief conversation but it seemed like he was very intellectually curious hmm. and well spoken and that obviously parts of the judgment I made on him was inaccurate Mm. Uh, yeah just things like that interesting Uh, what's the book you're reading Uh, I'm reading A Tree Grows in Brooklyn what is it about well this is (laughs) a famous book that I've never read and felt like I should read and I've just started it Um, and it's about a little girl named Francie who lives in Brooklyn and right now I'm learning about the Jewish community that she lives in or near and I don't know what's gonna happen cool do you read a lot of books I try to once I started college I 
didn't have time. <laughs> and so I stopped reading books for fun as much. Um, but I just graduated in May. So oh. I'm trying to buy myself books and read them and I see. start over again because that's all I did as a kid. So now I'm like... It's like your book bookworm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a cable TV as a kid. It was just my parents' choice probably to get me to read. Um, and so I did read. You think they made a good choice? Yeah, I do think they made a good choice. Um, I was a media studies major. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is an interesting transition. So you wanted to compensate for the years Absolutely. of not having TV. Yeah. I think I did. I think I was like... But I also think, you know, I wasn't so immersed in it that I couldn't reflect on it. And that's been fun. Okay. Um, I probably shouldn't attribute it only to that, though. It's probably lots of reasons. So what, are you, what else are you interested in? Um, well, I am interested in radio and podcasting um, because I love stories a lot. Um, Me too. <laughs> and I... I love listening to people I love listening to people talk and I love listening to the way people make story arcs. I think everyone comes at things from different directions and it's as much as it's interesting to learn new things about the world, it's interesting to hear people thinking about things. Right. Um, and that's why I like them. Uh, how has been your story arc so far in your life my story arc (laughs) um like what what was the turning point in your life besides college besides what's one thing that sort of influenced your life in an unexpected way Hmm. i had a really upsetting this was during college but not necessarily the college itself i had a an upsetting experience involving uh a group of friends that i had and a person i was dating and um it i mean basically i lost all of those relationships and I think that I realized from that experience that, I mean, A, I learned some assumptions that I was making about how people behave and how feelings work and how sometimes... Yeah. I mean, it's social rejection is incredibly tough. Yeah, yeah. And it makes you question everything you assumed about people. Yeah. I trusted people. I'm not sure if I should trust people. Should I open up to people? Yeah. Right. And also just like realizing that like I I get it in some ways, you know? Like even though I obviously don't think that I deserved to be treated the way that I was treated, I was also like I see your feelings, like I get it. I yeah. think, you know, you I think you know, people behave quickly and in anger and fear and sadness a lot, and that it is not always beneficial to anybody, but I get it. I'm assuming you felt a lot of sadness, maybe a little bit of mm-hmm. guilt. Oh, How has yeah. 
how has sort of your emotional reaction progressed from that event? I'm assuming you're over it now and you've grown yeah. a lot as a person. Yeah, that's... But I can, mean, can you walk me through the sort of processing that went in your mind? Yeah, I think... Because it's, it's a really, like, world-shattering experience in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think at, at first I assumed a lot of... Um, blame for myself I felt like if people are going to treat me this way I'm probably deserve it these are people I trusted and liked and I think I was quicker to assume that they would be right than to assume and and therefore that I was right in trusting them initially than to assume that maybe mistakes were made on both parts um and I think that I later kind of realized just what I said like people act wrongly and there are lots of reasons that are very that you can be sympathetic to for that but the actions might still not have made sense um and I think I also just realized like whatever you figure it out you keep going there are lots of people that's true yeah to be around and be friends with and love so yeah I think everyone is deserving of love and compassion mm -hmm. yeah thanks for sharing that yeah you're welcome yeah besides radio mm -hmm. what else are you passionate about um what makes you sort of laugh and get up in the morning and be inspired i think languages are really cool do you speak any other languages i speak spanish and i'm trying to learn norwegian norwegian <laughs> right now okay yeah my um, partner right now is Norwegian. Okay. It's not not an easy thing to learn. Uh, how would you? Can you describe the language? <laughs> if yeah. you can. Anyway. Oh, I've thought about this so much. I think the Norwegian, from an outsider's perspective, new to it, I think Norwegian is very much in the front of your mouth. Okay. So I think English is kind of in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like kind of right in the middle of your mouth, maybe a little nasally. What would be in the back of your mouth? Um, Do you know? From what I've heard, like, Danish and German are more back here. Okay. Um, if there's, like, a linguistics person, professor listening to your <laughs> podcast, they're going to be like, no. Um, but that's what I've heard, like, a lot of, like, guttural noises. Um, and, like, Spanish, for example, I think is kind of, kind of front words, too. But, like, Norwegian is, like, in front of your teeth. Mm-hmm. There's lots of like noises. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Have you been to Norway? I just went, yeah. How how is the culture different than <sighs> mm, I don't than know here? if I've experienced enough of Norway to really know if it's super different from here. Oh, well, what were your initial impressions? Um They have the thing, what is it called? The thing in the winter where you drink hot chocolate and you wear a comfy scarf there's there's a specific word for that i don't know what that is haga i think that sounds great though <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know that like some things that are very norwegian are like if you go on a hike you bring like chocolate and oranges i think which is nice it's acidic and sweet yeah i don't know why but that's like a thing that has been and when 
I haven't been told this is a thing by anyone from Norway, but a lot of the hugs that people gave me in Norway, they pressed their cheek to my cheek. Yeah, Either one thing hug. one thing I realized is that people don't really kiss mm. when they greet each other here. Here, yeah. 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 It's sort of very frowned upon. I like, know. Yeah. I think that that's true. I when I, people were hugging me even in Norway where they weren't kissing me, just pressing their cheek, I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I had to kind of like give into it. It's hard. Um, but yeah, there are lots of like little nuances to the way that. Isn't it? Isn't it? Like, it's a little bit funny how, like, when you go to a different country. Mm. And you see something that you took for granted your entire life done in a different way. You're like, yeah. oh, it's the little things in the world that I thought yeah. were universal. Yeah. People ask me if, because I'm from the U.S., if I barbecue, like, all the time. I was like, what? <laughs> no, of course not. But, like, that's an assumption that people have made about the U.S. And then... Um, And then something I didn't know is that in Norway, and I think Scandinavia in general, like hot dogs are a big thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't expect that. Yeah, I I had no idea, but it's like a thing. And hot dogs with shrimp salad on top? Hot dogs with potato salad on top? That does sound very strange. Yeah. To me, yeah, I was like... That doesn't sound tasty. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then they have uh, something called lumpa. Which is like a flat, a flatbread that they wrap the hot dogs in. Okay. Would you live in Norway? No. No? You lo- you love it here? No. No? <laughs> Where would you go? I mean, I do love it here, but I would move lots of places. But I I don't know. Like, there's some kind of innate connection. I feel like when you enter a place and you're like, this is phenomenal. Like, I really like this place. Um, like, I, it's hard, kind of an indescribable feeling, and I just didn't get that when I was there but I still really enjoyed it and thought it was a really beautiful place what places gave you that feeling um I it's sort of like when you land in the airport you're like (sighs) yeah right yeah Seattle Washington oh I really liked can't really explain I don't even know how different it is (laughs) but I really liked it there um Madrid, Spain. I don't think that I would live there forever, but I could see myself spending quite a lot of time there. I like Barcelona, Mm -hmm. and I moved from Vancouver. Mm. So these are the two. To here to Barcelona? I mean, you mentioned Madrid. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to Madrid, but I really felt at home in Barcelona really interesting i didn't like it that much really yeah Yeah. i i saw the attraction i was like this is a big beautiful place but i just didn't have that feeling yeah and i mean like vancouver is home to me Mm. so yeah i like it yeah uh what's your plan for the rest of the day well today's my birthday oh no way (laughs) so i bought myself these books for my birthday Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, and I'm going to go see Cymbeline on the Common. What's what's that? That's the Shakespeare on the Common oh, play. Okay. Have you been to Shakespeare on the Common? Uh, I've been to a little bit of Romeo and Juliet. Okay. I think it's free. Years. So. Yeah. 
you should go if you want. It's, I, it's like one of my favorite things that happens. I'm like, a free theater experience? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm going to go see that with my family later. That's cool. Happy birthday. Thanks. Yeah. This is such a strange coincidence. Yeah. I have to say, you're the first person that I recorded a podcast with that uh, had their birthday. <laughs> recording Happy for first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you so much yeah, for no sharing problem. your thoughts. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, no, but this was fun. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah.